So for those who might not be aware at this point, I just finished directing my 11th stage show, Dial M for Murder. And this mini-sode will be my post-show game. I'll explain what that is in a moment, but meantime, you know, that's my show. Okay, so this is giving me the opportunity to put some new content in the backstage show that's actually theater-related and still have an episode, or at least a mini-sode, for That's Our Show. Of course, this is just Glenn Solo. Jim's not here, but we'll be back in two weeks. The two of us together, an actual full episode for a change. Meantime, as I said, I just finished directing Dial M for Murder. We closed less than a week ago, actually. Today's Friday, and we closed the last Saturday. So it was a very good run. It was a good time. I was very happy to get back. uh, I was going to say back on stage, but I guess I wasn't on stage. I was backstage, but it was good to be back backstage. And it was a good experience. And I kind of decided I was trying to come up with a clever name for this episode. And I was thinking, well, you know, sports stuff usually do like a post game show. So this is a show, not a game. So why don't I do a post show game? So that's what I'm going to be doing. I have a program where I have kind of uh, taken the cast and the staff and numbered them from 1 to 20, and I'm going to roll a 20-sided die, and I'm going to talk about whatever comes up. So that's my game. So let's start rolling. All right. Started off with a 14. That brings us down to the staff, and that is sound designer Kevin Robinson. Of course, you have actually heard, if you've listened to all of our episodes, you've heard Kevin Robinson before. He's been on both the Backstage Show and That's Our Show. He's actually, I believe, the only guest we've had so far on That's Our Show. Nope, that's not true. We also had Jim's wife last week. Anyway, so... Kevin also does sound design in theater, and I had him do the sound design for me for Dial M for Murder. I have worked with Jim as a sound designer before. I have worked with Kevin as a sound designer before. Both of them do excellent work. I've also done sound design myself. Kevin was kind of roped into this in the last minute. I was kind of figuring I would do it myself. And then I'm like, you know, why bother doing something when there are other talented people out there? I can take that off my plate. Kevin was kind enough to step up and do that for me and did an excellent job. I did not provide a whole lot of direction for him. He was asking me at the beginning and I kind of just said, oh, well, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And I never really got to it. So he went through the script and came up with everything and uh, yeah, did a bang up job. So that's, that's my first roll. Let's roll again. Ooh, a one. That's going to be from our cast. That is Margot Wendis, Andrea Frisoni. Andrea, I have worked with before in Dracula years ago. I mean, directed before. I've also been on stage with her in a few shows. Andrea came to audition. She had asked me about it and was originally not going to audition because what was in her mind was the movie, the Hitchcock movie, which I have not even seen yet, but I plan to watch it next month. So... Margot in the movie is quite a bit younger and I guess very helpless. This is, again, what I've heard about it. I haven't seen it. So I wanted a stronger and somewhat older Margot. Not that I'm calling you old, Andrea. So Andrea just embodied what I had in mind for the role and did a fantastic job. And I was thrilled to be able to have her in this production. 
Let's do another roll. Three. It's another actor. That is Tony Wendis, John Barker. John was a newcomer to the theater. This is uh, Barley Sheaf Players in Lionville, Pennsylvania, where I have directed many times. John came and auditioned and did a fantastic job at the audition. I was, however, hesitant to cast him at the beginning because he's a little bit older than Andrea, who's the character who played the character that he's supposed to be married to. He's a little bit older than who I wanted to cast for Max. So age-wise, I was concerned he wouldn't fit in with the rest of the cast. However, as it turned out with what I had to work with, he was definitely the best choice. And I'm very glad that he did accept the role, even though I wasn't considering him at the beginning because of the age thing. He colored his hair because he does have gray hair and he fit in just fine. Did a fantastic job with this role. There's just so much depth and nuance to this that he just got better with through the whole rehearsal process and it was a pleasure to work with him. Let's do one more roll. Oh, that's another three, so I gotta re-roll that. 16. 16, that's all the way down. That's the tech crew. That's uh, Dylan and Alexis who ran our sound and lights. I have not worked with either one of them before. I don't know if they have operated lights or sound before, but what I do know is I can get very picky about that during a production, and it makes me very tense when I see that stuff is not quite right. However, Dylan and Alexis did a fantastic job with lights and sounds. They picked up every cue. They thought on their feet if something had gone wrong with the actors. Really just a bang-up job. I, I have no complaints at all about them. I would work with either one or both of them again in a heartbeat. Let's do one last one. That's an 11. 11 comes out to my producer, Christine Robinson. Christine, you have, if you're listening to this on the backstage show feed, you've heard her with Kevin. If you're listening to this on That's Our Show, you have not actually heard Christine yet. She is Kevin's wife, and she was my producer for the show. Up until this production, I have worked with the same producer on pretty much every Barley Sheaf show that I have directed. And I we had like unspoken communication and everything always went smoothly. I always knew I could count on her. However, she retired from her job and decided that she was going to retire from producing as well. So I was not able to work with her. I talked to Christine because I knew she had producing experience and asked if she would be interested in producing for me, which thankfully she was. And very quickly, we developed the same sort of relationship where things just didn't have to be spoken to make sure they could get done. She gave me input without being commandeering or trying to take over the show or anything like that because Christine does direct on her own as well. Her input was extremely valuable. The producing aspects got done with no problems, so I could not have asked for a better replacement, and I do hope that she will produce for me again in the future. So that's pretty much a wrap-up of Dial M for Murder. Thank you for listening. We will be back in a couple of weeks with, as I said, a full episode. And meantime, that was our show. You can visit us online at show.backstage.link. Or if you have some comments, you can email us at show at backstage.link. The Backstage Show is engineered by Jim Balseric and edited by Glenn Eric Reed.
the back shit. I don't know what that is. And mini. Oh, um, uh, uh.